documents show defence officials uh, have for months been promoting the benefits of joining the AUKUS Military Alliance. Uh, let's hear more on this now from reporter Phil Pennington, who's been looking into this issue. Good morning, Phil. Morning, Ecron. Okay, so you've got a bunch of OIA documents, have you, on this issue? That's right. What are they? What is the thrust of them? What are they? What are they suggesting? Well, we know, of course, the AUKUS deal has pillars one and two. Pillar one is the nuclear side of it for Australia and the US with the submarines. Pillar two is non-nuclear, but that's about basically accelerating the development and sharing between the partners of advanced military technology and you've got things in there these papers show eight different areas um, cyber electronic warfare information sharing uh, hypersonics and drones um, and I've hasten to add that at the same time as this is going on NZDF Defence Force just signed a big deal for drones multi-million dollar deal for uh, between 50 and 75 new really high tech drones which, which have we have, as we have seen in the Ukraine mm. and arguably in other places uh, that has become the real focus of modern warfare. Yes thousands of drones being used in the Ukraine which has inspired the US to begin what's called the replicator pro- project as a concept where they've talked about flooding the Indo-Pacific region with thousands of cheap drones that this is a, a real step change. It's not guaranteed they're going to do it because lots of things get floated at the Pentagon and never happen but that is what they're saying. Australia has made noises that they're on side of that has has Japan. NZDF told me in December that they're not part of Replicator yet. <clears throat> Hasten to add, this is not about Pillar 2, but it does align with Pillar 2. What we have here is we're following the breadcrumbs in these OIAs, and the breadcrumbs lead to, and when you put the drone deal as part of that, and our involvement with a hypersonics, we're aligned. If we want to join Pillar 2, we have something to bring to the table, and we're getting into alignment with that. What you see in these documents is that the officials at Defence have been talking to the previous government in a five-page document which has headed Opportunities for New Zealand uh, Research and uh, Industry Community um, about the opportunities. Unfortunately, one of the illuminative things about this OIA is that it's nearly all redacted. So in other words, we know they're talking about it, but we don't know what they're talking about. We don't know what the pros are, and we certainly don't know what the cons are or what they're talking about in terms of the cons. Mm. Well, I mean, we, we can hear from the Defence Minister shortly, but obviously the, the cons might be a geopolitical uh, uh, a geopolitical nature in the relationship with China and how they would react if New Zealand joined up formally to AUKUS. And these papers are in another paper that's about changing New Zealand's approach on AUKUS and there's the states from last March. This gets to that in the sense, it doesn't talk China, but it says that we need to recalibrate the key message to show that we accept the rationale for AUKUS which is that the strategic environment in our region is deteriorating. That's the word, deteriorating. So in other words, it's deteriorating, it's getting worse, therefore we need AUKUS AUKUS Pillar 1, which is the nuclear subs for Australia, but for New Zealand AUKUS Pillar 2. So that's what's on the line and on the table in Melbourne, we expect. Um, it is hard to tell where we're at, whether this is early days or late days. I mean, all politicians of lots of stripes are on board with this. Uh, Chris Hipkins, Christopher Luxon, Judith Collins. Winston Peters has uh, signalled a greater note of caution that we need to make sure this is in our national interest. But a lot of talk about us joining... Not actually clear what that means, but we do know what Pillar 2 is about. It is accelerating. So as an example of that, last April, the three big partners, they ran the biggest drone test 
under Pillar 2 in the UK. Swarms of drones that for the first time in flight were talking to each other and it says in the documents recalibrating targets as they went. So this is not just about defensive capabilities mm. at all. It is about combat It's really defensive. interesting because in the past we might have thought about oh do our ships work together? Can we have a we've got some planes now that are interoperable as they call it the, uh, the Poseidons uh, but this is really about new technology and this mm. is where Pillar 2 and we do have a space industry, right? I mean, we do yes, have Judith, technology to bring mm, to the table, right? Judith Collins spoke to the Australian media yesterday about that when she said we might have the hypersonic stuff to bring to the table because we have the rocket launch experience, which we do through Rocket Lab. And Rocket Lab already has a lot um, contracts with the Pentagon around hypersonics. Um, so, as I say, there's some alignment there. Um, interoperability is a big one, um, and... Ms. Collins, she stressed that. I've asked and asked her, but also Defence Force came back last night to say, yes, interoperability. They weren't able, though, to say whether the drone deal that they've done, which is with three big contractors um, for about between 50 and 70 drones of three different types, whether that is guaranteed for interoperability. So what we've got here is we are seemingly on the verge of Pillar 2, but the dilemma there, of course, is where would the money come from to get into this? Well, I was because just going to We can hardly keep our old technology going. Ships are going down. We have to spend a billion dollars on naval helicopters, and we don't have the people, the personnel, defence personnel, to run them. So that's the real irony and dilemma of this thing, that we should be discussing joining an alliance that is focused on advanced military technologies when we can't keep the old stuff going. Very good. Thank you very much for that. That is Phil Pennington there, our our reporter, who's been looking at documents around the AUKUS uh, proposal or idea.